check, 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 one, two, check. All right, we're good to go. <clears throat> hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Jerry Reynoso here from Los Angeles Saga. I just want to take a moment real quick to uh, talk to you guys about uh, something amazing that's happening this weekend. We got Angel City FC uh, playing their first ever game uh, as an NWSL franchise, as a franchise in general. And, you know, this excitement for this game, this buildup that has been coming from the past few years from good friends and family, uh, it just gave me a lot of thoughts. And I just want to establish them real quick and just uh, be open to a few folks, uh, to those who are listening. Um, and especially, you know, since the Black, uh, not excuse me, Black History Month, excuse me, Women's History Month uh, has been around, you know, and in terms of that. Welcome everybody to the Los Angeles Saga Show. I'm your host, Jerry Noso, alongside my good friend Jonathan Ortega. Where John at on Twitter? At where John at? I don't even know where I'm at right now, bro. I'm so exhausted, <laughs> dude. My goodness. Happy post St. Patty's Day to everybody. No, we did not drink. Mm-mm. No, we're just exhausted. We're drunk off of school. We had to be here at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Recording this for you guys live here at 22S Radio pre-recording station, Studio B. Shout out mm. to Sister Jean. Loyola playing right now. Loyola, Chicago playing right now. We're watching them uh, hammer down against. Oh, can you see the screen from her? Who are they playing? Go check. Go, you can check right there. You got the screen behind you. Commercial in progress. Commercial in progress. Oh my gosh, we we're just watching it, bro. Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ohio yeah. State. Ohio State. Buckeyes. Buckeyes. LeBron. March Madness has officially started. Have you been watching March Madness yesterday or what? I have, bro. New Mexico State. Shout out St. Peter's. St. Peter's, dude. St. Peter's. I didn't even know bro. it was a team. I didn't even know. I was about to say, like, St. Patrick's Day, St. <laughs> Peter's, what's going on? They're just making up teams. Man. I know, bro. <laughs> Peacocks? Come Peacocks? On, oh, okay, buddy. I right, said right, Peacock right. fan. That's crazy. That's crazy. Imagine lost being. Bel Air Academy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Carlton. Carlton from three. God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. Peacocks, man. Imagine a Wildcat losing to a Peacock. <laughs> Any, oh, is that Tobias Rodegaard? That is. Oh, give me a moment. Who's that fellow? You keep talking. Uh, what I'm gonna talk about? All right, March Madness. Who are my picks? I got in the next round. Gonzaga Memphis is a very interesting matchup. Man, speaking of March Madness, we just had uh, two members of the Long Beach State basketball team come in here and watch March Madness in our lobby. Oh, nice. Shout out to Tobias Rodegaard, looks like. And I can't tell what he's wearing that mask. But shout out to you too, brother. Oh. Shout out. They should be at the tournament. They should be at the tournament at they NIT, should be but they're playing still Duke right now. Yeah. Fuck the Titans. Anywho, hey. this is a. Uh, oh, yeah, we can cuss. Yeah, we could cuss, bro. We're not hey. out of here. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Ain't no dumb button here, brother. Hey. Yeah, it's, it's Feel Good Friday here. I was like, where's the dumb? LA Saga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, we are so unorganized, aren't we? A little bit. Anywho, yeah, there's a few football things. Now back to the football talk. A few football things that happened this week, especially the uh, shocking, is it a shocker? Defeat uh, between the New England Revolution and Pumas de la Liga MX. My goodness, Revolution, bro. Just goes to show, dude. It's It's not over yet. All these people were saying, oh, oh man, the, the passing of the baton, yeah, all these metaphors and stuff, but yeah, I'm not, hold your horses, hold your horses. Hold you you got to be able to play in Mexico, bro. Mm-hmm. Not all teams can do it. And I think what I really uh, respect about Seattle, they saw that game before the day before their game yesterday. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, OK, this is how not to be a Mexican <laughs> team down up three zero. <laughs> yeah, know what I mean. And this I, is how not to play. Yeah, exactly. So that was a good uh, shout out to uh, New England for sacrificing themselves so Seattle could succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, <laughs> for the greater good, for the greater good, for the greater good of MLS, meaning we will now have an MLS finalist in the CONCACAF Champions League. Now, the only question is, will it be New York City FC or Seattle Sounders? Real quick before we go over that prediction status for the champion, CONCACAF Champions League. 
Let's talk about those games that happened this week. Mm. Revolution versus Pumas. My goodness, what a poor. I was watching that game. I was watching like. Dude, <sighs> Pumas was just doing whatever they wanted with but the But that's the thing though, bro. dude. Like, to me, they pretty good. Mm-hmm. But it was not great. Yeah. It, like. But they had so many chances to it. Like, it easily could have been like 4 or 5 0. Dude. Yeah, bro. Like, oh, man. Like, shout out to Dineno. Dineno mm-hmm. did his thing. Baller. You know, shout out to Rogerio, mm-hmm. who uh, at the beginning of Liga Mekis season was a, a goal leader for the team, mm-hmm. for me, for the, for the league. Um, so, you know, those are the guys you get, you know, from Brazil and, and whatnot, from the outers of not your domestic area, mm-hmm. who you pay to get things done. And that's what they did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As for uh, New England Revolution, well, they got uh, Omar Gonzalez in the back, <laughs> messing around, tying his shoes, and forgetting to defend. You, you know? You had some tweets for Omar. You want to say anything? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You First anything? off, I think everyone here can agree with me that Omar Gonzalez has not been the same since his, his past self. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So with that being said, it's probably you know, fair to say that he probably should have hung up his boots a long time mm-hmm. ago. You know, I'd say like the bad Omar Gonzalez era began when he got signed with Toronto FC in twenty seventeen. Other than that, that's all I got to say for that. <laughs> we'll just now, keep it. Keep we'll it just sh- keep it at that. Keep short it short and sweet. and sweet. Now I was predicting because I've seen this before, like it was deja vu. <clears throat> an Xavier Ariega hold my beer disaster class Ooh. that he was gonna be in display. Exactly who? Uh, center back for the Seattle Sounders. Oh, I, I said, thought I he. Said, ooh. Oh, yeah. Exactly who though? <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, he scored uh, against the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to him. But again, like, I do know who he is. Yeah. Uh, he. I was expecting him to play like as bad as Omar Gonzalez. Like I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. it's cocker cap, dude. Things happen, man. You could predict dumb stuff like St. Peter's being in Kentucky, and it'll happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shout out to my bracket. I, mean, <laughs> I think you're like one of the only. 500 people in the world that <laughs> predicted that. Let's go, St. Peter's! Peacocks! Kentucky, dude. Oh, my God. Coach Cal. <laughs> like, ever since he's had B- Big Cat, it's just boom, downhill, dude. Down like, come hill. on. He's had so many good players, too. Bam. Bro. Darren Fox. I know we're veering off from that, but... Top of Fullerton is going to end Coach K's career? Question Ooh. mark. Hot take? Hot take? Another two seed? Just in case everyone knows... Jerry picked every single 15 seed on his brackets for some reason. Yeah, I was done and picked Longwood over Tennessee. Probably not going right. But <laughs> I went 13 for 16 on day one. And right now, mm. I'm going to roll as well. So, Sister Jean, let's get it. Let's go, Loyola. <laughs> Ramblers. Anywho, uh, I also did a a bet on underdog. Mm. It was a five pick. Ooh. I was bold, bro. Parley? Kind of. Uh, yeah, like parley over under lines. Mm. There's a super boost of 40 times your payout. So the max you could do is 20 bucks. So if I get all five, you win 800 bucks. Ooh. That's a good deal. Okay. Thought I'd invest in 22 West. Get that Comrex. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy, Brent, uh, Brent, our uh, play out that commentator here at 22 West. Shout out, Brent. Shout out, Brent. Brent! Um, he's like, Jerry, you're going to play in that Rocket League tournament next week, right? With uh, ASI and Intramurals? I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, yeah, because you better win it because you got to win that cash prize for that Comrex. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's it's a $25 gift card from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, I could donate that, but like. You get like beach bucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even do beach bucks no more, huh? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I literally have no idea. Did they have that when you were here, your freshman year? I, I transferred here last oh, semester. Oh, that's dude. right, bro. Then you just as new as I am. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. And welcome to Long Beach, bro. Thanks, man. Shout out to... Where are you from? Welcome. Burbank. What is it, the 818? The Valley, 818. 818. Shout out to Burbank, all folks in there. Shout out to the Defenders, Philly and JR. Uh, shout out, shout out, out John Burroughs. John Burroughs High School, right? Yes, sir. You know, shout out to them. We were the Indians, but now we're the Bears or something. How'd that work? It's kind of whack. They probably should have had... They probably should have got rid of that name a while ago. Indians. Indians? Yeah. Um, is that offensive? I mean, they're not Indian, so okay, kind of. But <clears throat> yeah, okay, I get that. Bears is whack though. Bears like, is. I mean, we're the academic sharks. Our mascot, <laughs> our, our mascot oh is God. named LB, as an E L B. LB, the gender neutral shark. The gender neutral. 
do we want to do this right now, Jerry? <laughs> no, let's talk don't. some football. Let's talk some football, man. Football. Uh, so Cruz Azul uh, was able to outlast Montreal Impact mm-hmm. in their second leg. Montreal had a good go in the round of 16, but couldn't do the same in the quarterfinals, which is, you know, props to them. You know, Mihailovic had a great Champions League overall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they play against a tough Cruz Azul team that, uh, you know, not many can handle. So Yeah, I don't think many expected Montreal to get this far. So I, People didn't even expect them to. The only reason why they're in is because they won the Canadian Championship. Mm-hmm. Like, if, let's say LAFC had a possibility to qualify by playing, like, let's say, California Cup. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, we'd be in every Champions League, bro, no yeah, matter what. You know what I mean? So, true. like, it's so, like, that Canadian Championship qualification for Champions League is, like, super clutch for all those clubs in Canada. Toronto, Vancouver. Yeah, Toronto, Vancouver. Well, Vancouver, they can't even. Anywho, we'll talk to them about them a little bit later. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Montreal. They didn't get enough sauce on that uh, on that steak. Gotta get the A1 sauce. Man, they went for the A2. That's not good. <laughs> So, Cruiser Sewell will advance 2-1 to one on aggregate there. We'll play against their... Is that a rivalry? Against Pumas? I don't think so. I don't think so. Cruiser is like America. Right? They're from DF? Yeah. Who? There's so many... Oh, no, no, yeah. America Pumas is like El Clásico Capitalano. Uh-huh. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. But that's not a rivalry, but it's going to P- be a good game. Where is Pumas? Is it, are they from Pumas DF? is... Um, oh, my gosh. I have it on top of my head. It's a university. But I'm trying to remember where. I don't want to say it's Nuevo Leon. No, that's on um, Tigres. That's Tigres, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're from somewhere, man. Oh, man. Un, Pumas Unam. So, yeah. Universitario. Something. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know, dude. I need to educate better on myself on that end. I'll admit that. But yeah, that game itself is going to be really good. Fun to watch. I believe they played against each other not too long ago in, the, in La Leguia. Uh, for Liga Mekis in the past years, and I believe, yeah, I think that was part of the Cruzolada that happened in 2019. I want to say when Pumas were down, I guess three zero as well against mm. against Cruz Azul, and they came back and then Universitario. So they know how to do it. Man. So they know how to do it. You know what I mean? And the refs should have known. They should have known. They should have known what was gonna happen. Yep. Uh, hold on. I Puma, got Pumas is from Defa. So I guess they are a rivalry. Though. Yeah, it's got to be a rivalry. Cruz Azul, Pumas, America. Yeah. What does UNAM stand for? Club Universidad, Universidad Nacional AAC. I don't even know, bro. <laughs> Damn, you learn something new every day, man. That's what I like about learning, man. Knowledge is something that can never be taken from you, man. All right? That's what you always learn. Learn what you like. Learn what you don't. Go from it, there. It says UNAM is National Autonomous University of Mexico. And who? <laughs> Take with that with what you will. So know. we got Pumas Cruz Azul in the semifinal of CONCACAF Champions League. And on the other end, we have an MLS battle between New York City FC and the Seattle Sounders. New York Ooh. City FC was able to... Uh, That's going to be a fun one. That is going to be a fun one. They were able to destroy Comunicaciones of Guatemala in the first leg. However, however, that second leg, that second leg was oh a complete different story, gosh. bro. Comunicaciones pulls out the reverse Uno card <laughs> and goes with a 4-2 they own. And NYCFC and their small banner over at Yankee Stadium <laughs> were able to the qualify and advance to the next round based off away goals mm-hmm. by aggregate tied 5-5. Five five. Dude, if I was an NYCFC fan... I probably wouldn't have woken up the next day with all the heart attacks I would have had. <laughs> Dude. I would have not been satisfied with that I win, was bro. shaking, and I'm like, I don't even care, yeah, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Like, I, I want like, them to win, obviously, for MLS, but... Yeah. Dude, I was like, oh my gosh, they're really about to choke this. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to Sean Seattle. Johnson. Seattle, uh... Shout out Sean Johnson for almost choking it, but not choking it. Yeah. I wonder how much that, that game affects... Uh, his availability for the World Cup qualifier next weekend mm. for the window. Because he did get selected, which we'll get into a little bit more later. Mm. But yeah, let's go ahead. You ready for these predictions or what's up? Uh, For which ones? For CONCACAF Champions League. We got the Cruz Azul, okay. Pumas semifinal. Who's moving on on that one? And what's your score aggregate? 
Pumas Cruz Azul. I'm going go. I'm going go four to two Cruz Azul. Oh. Aggregate. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I like Cruz Azul. I don't know why. We're okay, Reggie. Um, <laughs> they won not too long ago, so yeah. Shout out to Matio Juan Reynoso. Mm-hmm. Is Yotun still there? I really hope <sighs> Yotun is still there. Dude, I, I like Yotun. I need to get back to watching Liga make his. I watched like the good first half of the first half of the season. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what, three games? <laughs> 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 and then school hit out of nowhere, man. Like during that week where we had like those two weeks in the semester where we we're all on Zoom oh, because yeah, yeah, Omicron yeah. showed up. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, once Omicron left and like. Did it leave? Whatever. Anywho. Keep going. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think Yotun is still there. Could be wrong though, man. Anywho. No, he's on a Sporting Cristal. I'm back in Peru now. I just searched it up. Orale. Yeah. They qualified for Libertadores, so good for them. Oh, we got a little bit of a uh, football in Argentina to talk about mm-hmm. too, no? Ooh, we got Sunday. some big games going on this weekend. But Missionarios. I'm gonna go with Pumas Cruz Azul. I got a really, really good game. Pumas fight a four. Ooh. Fun. It's going to be a fun one, I think. Sounds It's really not going to be easy. And it's going to be a controversial end like a in El Estadio Azteca. Ooh. That's what the second leg I'm hoping is going to be at. Yeah. And I mean, they're both playing the fair. They should do it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that'd be cool, man. And La Universitario is fucking a good spot to play at, too, man. Mm-hmm. The passion that they showed yesterday, uh, in, or not yesterday, Wednesday, against um, New England. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. 5-4. Uh, 5-4, and you got 4-2? Cruz yeah. Azul? Yeah, yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. Let's do it. <laughs> you got that? No, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care enough about the Mexican yeah, team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the MLS semifinal. We got Seattle Sounders taking on New York City Football Club of Manchester. Mm. Can't stand your jersey right you're wearing right now. Those, Ooh, those you know are you like too. it. You know it's clean. He's wearing a Cunaguero 2012 back. championship jersey. It's a beautiful jersey, but I despise it. Aguero. Anywho, <laughs> Martin Tyler, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> we got New York City FC versus Seattle Sounders. Without, the way I'm looking at this is Sean Johnson versus Stefan Fry, goalkeeper mm. battle. That's going to be a fun one. Interesting. I'm looking at this Tati Castellanos versus Freddy Montero. For whatever reason, Freddy Montero is like popping off. I like him, dude. Ever since that brace he got a couple weeks ago yep. in MLS. He, he's got my on the eye test. You just got to watch him play. That dude's good. Yeah. I don't care what the stats say. Yeah. Yeah. So you got... So, that being said, do I do score prediction as well? Or yeah. just one Score, second? score, yeah. Okay, let me see. Overall, let me see, let me see. Uh, aggregate. I, I've been watching a lot of NYCFC recently. So, I'm going to go NYCFC over Seattle. Three to two. Wow. Close ones. I like close games. Yeah, this is going to be a close semifinal. I think the semifinal is going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Because both both MLS clubs are trying to fight for history, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be tough. Everyone wants to be that first one. Yeah, exactly. Um, Should have been at AFC, but... Yeah. <clears throat> Anywho. Uh, whew, New York City FC. Almost chugging into Comunicaciones. Seattle handling. Manhandling. Leon. Leon. I like Seattle, man. Yeah. I like the way uh, that Brian Schmetzer has that side uh, configured. Mm-hmm. And I think I trust Brian Schmetzer more than Ronnie Dayla. Mm. So I'm going to go Seattle. Score? Oh, uh, dude, honestly, I don't think it's going to be a close one. No. Maybe. Not Paliza? Maybe 3 1. Okay. I'm going to go 3 1. That's a bit close for two legs. Yeah, it's a bit close. I'm going to go 3 1. Okay. Uh, Jao Paulo is gonna be fun to watch in this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nico Ladero is gonna be fun. Not Nico Ladero, excuse me. I was thinking about Christian Rodon. There's a lot of people have been talking something about Christian Rodon. I think this is the time he cleans his stuff up. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, he hasn't been playing his best. Um, but this is definitely a time where you know what the past is in the past. Whatever matters is now, mm-hmm. and I think he shows out. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. You know what I mean? I, what I really, really wish for is a Jordan Morris. Mm. Masterclass, bro. Jordan Morris just pops off in this next series, dude. That'll be so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And you know, whoever wins this series, I just hope they win in good fashion, so they could 
seem in a way intimidating to whoever wins the other semifinal. Because okay. you got to think. Sending right, a message. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, we're not messing around. Shit's not sweet over here. Yeah. So if Seattle wins, they got to win in fashion. Mm-hmm. Because they're either going to take on a powerful Cruz Azul or a powerful Pumas. You know what I mean? There's inspired no point. Inspired Pumas, inspired Cruz Azul. Exactly. Exactly. So, I'm going with Seattle. I think they have more more in them than New York City FC. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if New York City pulls it off. Yeah, I'm I'm saying like uh, yeah, I might have said what what I say three two. Yeah, but I uh, I think it's gonna be a close one. Like both teams are are really good, gener- generally speaking. And I'm a big fan of honestly, I'm a big fan of Tati Castellanos. Maybe because he's been linked to River. <laughs> yeah. But he's a baller, dude. Like, the guy is just generally good. I feel like he could be that difference maker. Yeah, I don't know about that one, man. You see his free kick against um, Comunicaciones? Yeah, that was... <laughs> My Dirty. bad. That's, a, that's what a MLS uh, Golden Boot winner look like right there. Tati Roberto Carlos Castellanos? Around the wall? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> let, me, let me chill out. Let me chill all out. right, guys. We got... So that means I got Pumas, Seattle. You got New York City FC and Cruz Azul. So we got completely opposites. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. We'll look forward to that in a couple keeping weeks. It, keeping it fun. Keeping, keeping it, it fun, fun, man. We got to be different. Yeah. All right. Speaking of CONCACAF, we got a very important time. But I think we should go into LAFC now. So that's what the people are here. All LAFC just tweeted part of our history. LAFC transfers Kim Juan to K League Club. John Book Hyundai. It's a f- official breaking news. Breaking news live on the boop, podcast. Boop, 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 boop. My goodness, I think I have that right here. <laughs> no, I don't. Wow, Kim Juan gone. How much? Uh, I don't. Que son los detalles? I'm about to find out right now. Mandame. Transfers Kim Juan back to the K League. Etch me pa' bro. All right. There's no deals yet. Oh, transaction. Okay. Nope. There's no. There's no money. Nothing. Uh, message from co-president and general manager John Thornton. I thank Moon for everything he has done for LAFC in his time here. He is a player who made an impact with the club both on and off the field. The move was precipitated by Moon's desire to return closer to family and the domestic league in Korea in order to prepare for a potential place on South Korea's World Cup roster. We wish him all the best in the next phase of his career, and he will always be a part of the LAFC family. Boom. Just as we, just as yeah. we mentioned on the show on Monday. Keep it sweet and simple. Keep it sweet and simple. Hey, it's you know business. what? Business. And this is a lot of, uh, this is looking out for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I miss it back home. I'm not really adjusting. It works out for best for both parties. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, there's no bad blood. Mm. Living on good terms. Always part of the black and gold family. Mm-hmm. I say yes, man. And I'm sure fans will still appreciate him. Yeah. Like people will be cheering him on in Korea. So that means we just saw his last game mm-hmm. against Miami. Yep. His first and last game of the season. Mm. Wow. It's a bit tough, but. Do we cry now or later? It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to cry, bro. I'll shed one tear for him. Nah, bro. You can't. It's so <laughs> tough not to like take these transfers personal, man, as a mm-hmm. fan. But as a like. From a general manager perspective, it's like, all right, thank you. It's going to happen. They can't stay here forever. Mm-hmm. I'll pour one out for the, the homie. Pour one out for Kim Wu Hwan, man. Kim what However, is that? We got that Franco Escobar song. Yeah. <laughs> we got like three Kim Wu Hwans already, bro. Mm-hmm. Times two. Izzy. Franco. Mm-hmm. Cheeky. Hollingshead. 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 That's going to be fun. Kim Wu Hwan, thank you for everything you've done for us here at LAFC. We thank you for... It becoming our first ever korean footballer for the club and what a joy has been to see you perform for us last season and overall the way you represented us on the pitch we thank you fan favorite fan favorite for sure thank you all right let's go ahead and continue with this lafc talk we got a fun matchup against vancouver let me tell you the last time i I think i i think i remember this Either the last time or the second to last time, so the time before that, that we played Vancouver at home mm-hmm. was in 2019. And let me tell you, I was in the North End for that game. Mm-hmm. I took my ex-girlfriend there and her little brother. Mm-hmm. And we had a great time because LAFC dropped seven, I believe. Seven Ooh. to one. And i never been so drenched in beer in my <laughs> life, bro. So this should be a fun one. As of right now, 
Vancouver is not looking too pretty sitting at, sitting at 0-2-1. They are, believe, in last place. Yes, last place of the West. Right behind San Jose. Oh, man. And um, this is a back-to-back experimental type game. But this time, there's no weather that's in factor. As far as I know, I mean, the weather hopefully. could be. Hopefully. I don't I don't see no rain on the forecast for this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. We should be good. The sun is shining outside here in beautiful Long Beach, shining. California. The weather is bright. <laughs> <laughs> Big reggae fans over here. Yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, it should be a fun one. I I have no other reason to believe that this will be uh, It'll be a thrashing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I am looking forward to seeing is Tristan Blackman. Shout out to Tristan Blackman as he has reported signed a four-year extension deal with the Vancouver Whitecaps. Get that bag. One of the first players signed with LAFC back in 2018 was one of two picks in the Super Draft alongside Joe Montino, who's killing it over at Orlando City FC right now. Mm. Um, so shout out to Tristan Blackman. And it's going to be fun you know, seeing him back on the pitch. Of course, different kit, different colors, repping a different club. But uh, like just like Kim Woo Hwan, forever black and gold, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless your name is uh, Chill. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> that one dude in Carson. Yeah, one dude in Carson. Oh! Anywho. <laughs> um, Galaxy so, lost though, right? Yep, against Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Good game though. Good game. That was a great game. Yeah. Have fun about it. Yes. LAFC versus Vancouver. I expect nothing but three plus goals. Mm-hmm. Three plus goals are not satisfied. Mm. I mean, Vancouver has nothing to show for us so mm. far through the season. So there's nothing that tells me, like, we should even be scared. No, nothing at all. You know what I mean? Like, this is one of those games that you just have to go in with full confidence and play your game to the best of your abilities. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no other way to put it. Mm. Uh, Lucas Cavellini is going to be fun to watch in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Dahomey is a guy that I really liked. Also, uh, Ryan Gauld, you were talking about him earlier. Yeah, he seems like their best player. Yeah, he I seems think like so. that guy. Yeah, Thomas Hassall, I will say, he will be fun to watch. Uh, who ends up being the successor of our beautiful goalkeeper Maxine Crapo? Mm-hmm. Who, man, I mean, just every podcast we talk about him, what he's just such a fantastic addition to the squad. Not only on the field, but off the field, man. He respects us as a fans a lot, mm-hmm. and we return that respect as well. Yeah, very much so. You even saw after the Inter game where he was like, "LAFC" with the fans and everything. He goes and greets them and everything. What a guy! Yep, exactly, man. And he uh, established on a recent interview with Max and Vince on Inside LAFC uh, that. You know, it's important to show respect to the fans, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, much love to him for that. And, yeah, man, uh, all the pictures are being posted now of Kim Wuhan. Damn, bro. They want us to be sad, dude. Look at this. <laughs> him with Pancho Ginella. Him, man of the match. I try to remember what game that was. It's always tough seeing people leave. It is always tough, man. But he was a great spirit. But it's what he wanted. It, it's going to be a lot of fun to see him when he gets that spot in the World Cup and mm-hmm. he plays, you know what I mean? Yeah. This this some with his winner. Um, but, yeah, back to Vancouver. Brian White, he's decent. He's a forwarder. Ryan Raposo, uh, excuse me, a midfielder from Syracuse University, drafted, I believe, two years ago mm-hmm. from Super Draft. Syracuse. He's a guy who I saw in Syracuse was pretty fun to watch. I don't know. I just hanging out with Eli Lester. You get into the collegiate soccer world a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy hasn't really showed that hype that I got for him. So he's not really somebody that I'm worried about, mm-hmm. you know, compared to his Syracuse days. So other than that, Cavallini and Ryan Gold are two players to look at. Thomas Assault, too, who had a great um, MLS's back last, last year. Mm-hmm. 2020, excuse me. So... Yeah, I feel like this is one of those games where you don't really, it doesn't really matter about the opponent. It doesn't. <laughs> like, you can look at the team sheet and you won't recognize a lot of these names, and you shouldn't. Who is Jake Norwinsky? <laughs> exactly. These are FIFA regens, dude, <laughs> at this point. Yeah. They got the no face. Just kidding. They do have the no face. <laughs> really? Evan Newton. <laughs> they have the blacked out, yeah. unlocked they character. Don't have, on the MLS app, they don't have like their, their faces on here. So. They have the locked but, character. Oh, Dabrik Isaito actually is a guy that we should look at after. Um, who 
with a name like that, I already yeah, you already can tell. So I can't forget about him, Michael Baldissimo. He's okay. He's like I'm saying, like they have a decent squad. Mm-hmm. They have, I would like to say, two or three really good guys. Mm-hmm. And like three really or, good, good. That's just good, good guys. Decent, mm-hmm. decent. I'll go with decent. I don't want to shame them like that, man. They're mm-hmm. not bad. They're footballers for a reason. There's a reason why we're not footballers. Yep. There's a reason why we're on the mics because mm-hmm. we're not good. We ass. We trash. Relatively speaking, we ask. Yeah. However, I will mix anyone up. <laughs> That's actually. Oh, well, I megged you at. Uh, ah, love. You making shit up now. I got you. You making shit up now. Nah, I got the videos, bro. You got videos. I got videos, bro. <laughs> now let me pull up the 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 receipts. This guy's taking highlight videos. I'm getting five. highlights <laughs> of me on Monday nights at, at, at indoor soccer, bro. All right, All right bro. I see how it is. Yeah, none of that mixing stuff, bro. Freaking, <laughs> go tie your shoes, bro. I left you untied, man. Shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. And then in terms of LAFC, this could be an experimental game, just like how it looked like in Miami. Mm-hmm. But if the weather says otherwise, mm-hmm. weather again not a factor. I think we now. are we are in a lot of control for this game. What would you like to see from Steve Toronto heading into this Sunday against Vancouver? What was something that you would like to see different? What would you like to see attacked and, and used properly, maybe tested out? Or what would you like to see like continue to work? I, I'm looking for the continuation. Like They've been playing pretty good as of now. So I want to see them at their full potential. This is one of those games where you could go out, score four or five goals potentially, and have a defensive like rock performance too because there's nothing in really vancouver that stands out so just go out there and play to the best of what lafc can do on attack on mid on defense everywhere yeah man and then we also talk about that this is gonna be their last game until that walk qualifying uh, window break mm-hmm. so they're not gonna play next week we won't be back until i believe april 2nd against orlando at orlando which they might have to face weather problems again yeah so probably will why not go all out right now to yeah. see what they are fully capable of? What exactly. are, how do they look if they are at the best? Let's say the MLS Cup final is this Sunday. What does your squad look like? LAFC? Yeah. Vela. I'm kind of in between um, Chicho and Opoku. Mahala. Because they're oh, Mahala's been balling. Yeah. You can't deny it. But Chicho, but Chicho is should at some point become that solid and experience nine. as well. Yeah, he should at some point in the season become more fluid into into his role. Brian Rodriguez, while he hasn't, he turns the ball over a bit and is not the most accurate on goal. I feel like he's one of the only players that is not scared to like yeah, take people on. You could at tell all. after the first three games of the season, he mm. is growing increasingly confident yeah. in his ability to play football. Yeah, and, and I feel like other teams notice that too because yeah. against like Timbers and stuff, you could tell defenders are calling for help. Oh, he's in ISO, like uh, he needs help. They get try to get two people on him. Like they, yeah. other teams notice that. Yeah, and they plan around it. I think Sharon Lowe should take the opportunity and put his best squad out. Mm-hmm. You know, out of the how many players on that roster, put your best 11. Yeah. Your 11 best, actually. 11 best players on the field. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, don't force anything. Yeah. Like, don't, if anyone's not feeling 100% or yeah, anything. Yeah, don't put them in. There's no, there's no necessary reason to do that. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, this is the opportunity where we could see them at their full strength. Mm-hmm. What does LAFC look like like that? You know, you mentioned, you know, either if it's Mahalo or, or Chicho, it doesn't matter. Whatever, Toronto sees more than any of us fans. True. So what does he think? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, the back line, it's like, it could be literally anybody, dude. And I think we'll all be satisfied with who he puts in the back. Yeah, our defense has been rock solid so far, I would say. So... I'm, I'm confident. So okay, so you're really confident. Do you okay? Like I said, three plus goals, and I'm satisfied. Mm-hmm. Do you think a clean sheet, a clean sheet, is the only way you could be satisfied as well? I think you could be satisfied either way. But the fact that we've had two clean sheets already shows that we have a solid defense. So why not pick up that clean sheet? I think so too. Right, and we could have a three. That goal from yeah. Yimmy Char was whack. I mean, it, it was, was like it a was a nice, it's not, it wasn't whack, but whatever. 
whack circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Very nice goal, though. Yeah, shout out to Jimmy for that one. But, yes, we should have zero goals. And, mind you, that's the only goal we got scored on right now. Exactly. So. Exactly. I expect three-plus goals and a clean sheet this weekend Yeah, against Vancouver. Fair. Me, too. Enough said. I'm going to say four goals. Four goals. Why not? Why are you trying to ante up? Why not? All right. Put your money <laughs> where your mouth is. Why not? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Westbrook, why not? I'm why not, right? Because you don't shoot. That's why. Yeah, that's not talking about. <laughs> yeah, all right. Before we close, you forgot how to shoot. Uh, the midfield should be fun to watch too. I want to continue to see this uh, chemistry between um, Ilya Sanchez, who has been fantastic. Dude. Again, another so good, another man. player that's great on and off the field has been a fan favorite already three games in mm. i can't wait to speak to him meet him one day he's my favorite already he's a he's i think my favorite friend escobar but i need to see him more mm-hmm. Ilya just been so you know the loss of twista like in the beginning like oh man he's been the top player mm-hmm. but Ilya sanchez has so far filled those shoes pretty well mm-hmm. and i don't know if they fit i don't know if we got those triple knotted but <laughs> he's making it work you know what i mean uh was, and then that was good as yeah. for Jose Cifuentes, uh, I think he could step up, step it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he, even if he messes up, he has Ilya Sanchez and Kellen Acosta to back him up, and it's same thing, vice versa between all three guys. So I want to see how this midfield could continue to work mm-hmm. and see. Let me get a sample size of what this midfield looks like when they're at their best. Yeah, I you think, I think, Ilya knows his role as the six already. Yeah, but between Sifu and. Kellen, they still kind of got to figure it out, like when to attack, when to press, when to do this and that. Like they still, they still need to figure out the kinks. It seems like. Let me tell you something, and I'm just thinking this right now. I'm not saying hot take or anything like that, but I think Latif <laughs> Blessing might have a better understanding than Jose Cifuentes when it comes to, you know, communicating with Kellen Acosta. Mm-hmm. You go up, I go back, because I feel like uh, Latif Blessing is. Oh, let me think with the midfield. Yeah, okay. I think Latif Blessing is the best transitional player in the team. In the yeah. midfield, in the midfield. Fair. Midfield, yeah, I would say so. I was going to say Franco Escobar, but... No, yeah, no. Yeah. Franco Escobar is, is a fantastic transitional player as well. But mm-hmm. Latif Blessing, I would not mind seeing a three midfield instead of Fuentes is Blessing there. Yeah. Acosta, Blessing, and Sanchez. Yeah, and I think that would like more... <clears throat> It would emphasize their roles a bit more because Latif is more of a free-roaming cam type and Kellen Acosta is more like an 8-6 almost. Mm. So it gives him like, it gives Latif that free-roam ability and it gives Kellen Acosta that role of like, oh, I don't really have to do this and that. Or vice versa. Yeah, exactly. And they just need to figure out the kinks. bro. Yeah. Yeah. So I would not mind to bench C. Fuentes to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. But uh, like I said, I just want to see how this midfield could work. And yeah, <laughs> we'll go from there. You just gotta see how it goes. Yeah, this game is especially important uh, for a few players: Maxine Crapo, mm-hmm. Kellen Acosta, Tristan Blackman, Tristan Blackman. Um, but specifically, Kellen Acosta, who has been selected in the World Cup qualifying roster for the final Concacaf World Cup qualifier window, their first and biggest game of the qualifiers. And his window will be against Mexico at El Estadio Azteca. Ooh. Should be a big one. We're planning a watch party here at the Game Center, 7 p.m., March 24th. If you want to watch some fantastic footy and yell at the screen amongst all of us here. Come through. Come through. I don't know about fantastic footy, but definitely entertaining footy. Definitely entertaining. Whenever it's CONCACAF involved in the Mexico-USA, it's definitely fun. Mm. Every previous Mexico-USA matchup, whether if it's the Nations League final, Gold Cup final, qualifier, They've all been great, and this is the way to end it right here. Yep. This is in the Azteca. In the Azteca. And United States has been, what, two, three straight wins against Mexico? Yeah. So if they can go into Azteca and beat them, what does, that, what does that say? Yeah, but to warm up to that, and it's not just like Kellen Acosta, but a lot of players that are in the MLS that got selected for this men's national team selection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walker, Zimmerman. Walker Zimmerman. Walker uh, Zimmerman. Sean Johnson. We got Christian Roldan, Brendan Erickson, who's back over here. Uh, who else we got? Jordan Morris. Jesus Ferreira. And yeah, Kellen Acosta, yeah. 
Those, those, all those players that are playing in the MLS, this is their weekend to get as much momentum and mm-hmm. play their best games now so they could carry that forward in terms of like muscle memory and play their best game on Thursday. Yeah. Plus, I would say Burhalter doesn't have a set, set starting 11, especially that nine, which the USMNT has been trying to f- fill that gap for a while. So people like Ferreira, people like Pepe. Peppy, people like Jordan Morris. Yeah. Like if they have a baller ass game this weekend, it's kind of hard not to give them a nod. Yeah, right. And like it's it's crazy how quick uh, decisions can be made mm-hmm. because I think personally, before Wednesday's uh, New England Pumas game, uh, Sebastian Legette was mm-hmm. going to be selected for the national team for this final window. Yep. But because of how poor he played in that game on Wednesday, very poor, he got unselected. Boom. He didn't get selected for the team. So this is huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're safe now because they got selected before the deadline. Mm-hmm. But this is their chance to win that starting position going into this weekend. I have no other reason but to think and say that Christian Pulisic will get a start in all three games mm-hmm. based on his performance in the past few weeks in Europe. He's been balling. He's been balling. He's been playing great. He's been absolutely everywhere and creating space off of little the littlest things. Mm-hmm. And he's just been so fun to watch in all competitions right now. I agree. People, <clears throat> for some reason, people hate on Pulisic. Chelsea fans, USMNT fans, they doubt him. Yeah. They're like, oh, is he worth the 80 million? Oh, is he really Captain America and all that? But anytime you see him starting and being comfortable, no injury at left wing where he should play every game, the dude balls out, dude. Yeah. Like, people notice Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> one of the best managers in the world is like, oh yeah, that kid is fucking good. Yeah, there's so, another way to put it, man. That kid is good, bro. And it's He's funny, just a good winger. It's funny that you mentioned that all these Twitter folk be complaining about mm-hmm. eighty million dollar Christian Pulisic got a top in uh, a lot top, of Chelsea fans, top tier Chelsea you. fan, and I'm over here as a United fan complaining about eighty million dollar Harry Maguire in the back. <laughs> That's warranted. That's warranted. That's what I'm saying. Like they had nothing to complain about, bro. Y'all should be grateful. Yeah, I wish I had Christian Pulisic. <laughs> So but Chelsea buys all these attackers all the time for like 50, 60 million plus, like Kai Havers, Timo Werner. So, what are you? Why are you going to complain about Pulisic when he's like when he bought him at twenty years old and he has like all this promising future? Yeah, investment has been secured. I think. Yeah, promising investment for sure, and it's they, only going to go forward, especially for this window. This window is extremely important for not only Mexico, not only for USA, less of Canada, but for North American football in general. Mm-hmm. This is a time when North American football can put a stamp onto today's era of world football, especially since they're all three going to be hosting the next World Cup. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember me from 2022? Mm-hmm. All these 22-2 players from all three squads, they're all going to be veterans. Mm-hmm. Except for Mexico, because they all all they have is veterans right now. They need more youngsters. I was gonna say like yeah, I don't know. No, those are gonna be retired. I hope so. <laughs> Mexico needs to clean it up. Hector Herrera still gonna be starting. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Charito back. <laughs> one more time. One more time. One more time, bro. Come on. Memo still in goal. Memo. Oh man. Tata still coach five. Probably not. Yeah, I doubt it. But this is a time where North America could put their stamp. On today's football world. World football. It's already happening at the club level. We need it to happen on, on the international that's where, stage. That's where it matters the most, man. Mm-hmm. Club could go out the window as soon as international duty is set. Everyone's eyes on that. That's all. That, it don't matter where, where you came from, what team you're playing with. Nah, bro, you're representing your country now, and that's what matters the most. Honestly, I've always been a slight bigger fan of the international game than the club game. Because I feel like it means more. It does mean more. And like... And that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, and it's harder to game plan. It's harder to get film sessions. It's harder to, like, fill teams out. That's why teams like France and stuff, like, they still figure stuff out, and then they could go on and win the World Cup. Yep. Even though they didn't necessarily play that good in the group stage. Yeah, exactly. You adjust. Yeah. Plus, an international game, it just means more, bro. Winning a World Cup will mean more than winning a Champions League any day of the week. I don't care what anyone says. The only thing is you could win more Champions Leagues than... World Cups because you get more opportunities to get yeah, Champions exactly. League, bro. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Like, how you were saying earlier, um, for at least as far as Canada and U- United States are concerned, I think this will be a great, like, stepping stone or a benchmark look at the other teams in the world. Because, yeah, we have world-class players, but are they a world-class team? Yep. So 
2022, they can feel it out playing against the best teams in the world. 2026, there should be expectations. And the beautiful thing about all of it is that these guys are young. Yeah, exactly. Like, mind you, these guys are the same age as us, and we're in here in a podcast studio talking <laughs> about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And these guys are about to make history. Yeah. These guys are making 100 mil over there in Europe. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. To say that this is a bigger game for USA than Mexico, I think it's just a big game for both of them. You know what I mean? Whatever result happens, what we need as a North American football side for all three teams in North America to qualify. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think short term, this is a really big game for Mexico since they need to qualify. But long term, this could be a really like big step foot for mankind as far as the United States goes. Winning in the Azteca. Yeah. And this will be definitely a uh, game changing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm excited for March 24th. Very uh, and to talk about a little bit on the Mexican side of things. If I could find the roster, I just had it. Now it's gone. My goodness. Is Julian Arajo called Julian up? Julian Arajo got called up. Yep. Last time I checked. All right. How do you feel about him? He's cool. He's cool. He's good. Good wing back. Nothing bad to say. Learning. Yeah, he's good. I think he's pretty good, too. Yeah, he's a. Uh, I mean, he's on the same boat as uh, Efrain uh, Alvarez. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, those guys are, of course, playing with a team that we don't want to represent. Mm. But those guys uh, are a great stepping stone, especially by the help of Greg Vanny and Dennis Close, the general manager. They're putting them around good guys, mm-hmm. you know? So, and at the end of the day, Efrain and Julian, these guys are brown kids from L.A., like us. Yeah. So, I'm going to support them any yeah. day of the week. Shout out to them. Uh Juan Angulo, the pickup of that was I was really cool with. Uh, Ochoa, eh, mm-hmm. right. I, I I'm honestly done with Ochoa as a Mexican <laughs> fan. I'm done with him. Uh, Talavera had a great Champions League. He played really. He good. played really good against New England Revolution. Uh, so that's like all these guys that are playing that got selected, whether they're to be like a just for depth or anything. You know, there's a lot of midfielders here for uh, Mexico. So this is definitely midfield heavy. Um, My question for you would be. Do you think, because obviously Mexico has been playing up to standard as how the fans, I'm sure, as to how Tata would like. Yeah. Do you think he should switch things up or just put what he thinks has been the best team against the United States? Hmm. It's difficult, man. That's a deep one. It's difficult. Because there needs to be some mixing up, but I don't know if right now is the right time, right? I don't know. It, it, like I said, it's just difficult. I really like how Alexis Vega's looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raul, he, you got to get that. He's a guy who's been in this situation before in 20, uh, 2014 when he scored the Chilena against Panama in the final window as well. Mm-hmm. You want to get a guy who's done it before to get in there. So I see uh, Chucky, Raul, and Alexis Vega up top there, whether it's 203 or two. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Chucky and... Uh Raul. Raul. I like that. I like that too. But I, I think I need to have Alexis Vega in there. No Tecatito? Tecatito, yeah, of course. But I have him in the midfield. I don't know why Pizarro was there. Whatever, that's fine. Uh, Luis Romo is somebody I'm really fond of as well. Johan Vasquez. Uh, he's fun to watch. Jorge Sanchez también. Uh, Hector Moreno. Oh, let's see who else, who else, who else. Nestor Arajo. The defense is something that I'm a little bit like, okay, maybe. Mm. There's some youngsters there, which is cool, but there's not really much of a veteran presence besides uh, Nosto Arajo and Hector Moreno. So, but that's good. That's the buildup that you know all the other North American teams are looking at in terms of development. Mm. You know, Canada has youngsters, and they have their set of veterans. Plenty it's of. pretty much balanced. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Looking at Mexico, that's more veterans than youngsters. It's more of an old like presence mm-hmm. and it's sure guys who have been there before but they have been there and haven't done much yeah it's a lot of the same team that's been on the same team for like the past 10 years yeah more even for some mind you this is the first world cup without rafa marquez and <laughs> long as time really yeah. he was in 2018 yeah that was the last one i didn't know he played i believe so that yeah dude is old that's <laughs> <laughs> the same i respect the hell out of him though. yeah he was so, so good in his prime so especially good. at barca to think of it, I believe his first World Cup was 2002. Could be wrong. I think 96 he might have played. 
Or was it 98? 98. 98. 98. My bad. I was thinking 86. He might have played in 98. Yeah. Maybe. He came oh. out of Atlas? Atlas. Maybe. He came out of Atlas. And then he finished with Atlas as well. What a guy. Yeah. So, this is definitely a different look. Uh, right now, for me, as a Mexican fan, it's just like hope for the best. In terms of a US, <laughs> as a USA fan, I'm excited to see what this team could do against Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a Can- Canada fan, I mean, I just hope they close out. Now, not only is it just, um, you know, this game against USA is important, which we should probably be keeping this for a previous show that's coming up Monday. <clears throat> um, but we still have those two final windows that we'll talk about on Monday. Um, but it's just like, it's scary to watch, but this is the moments in football where you, you wait, live for, you live for, you know, this is what you anticipate for. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be upset if Mexico barely gets in the world cup. If even if it's in fine fashion, mm-hmm. cause like I said, or something. yeah, like I said, with all the MLS players that, you know, didn't bad in the past, whatever Christian Roldan, who hasn't been doing too good. He's been up to form. He needs to perform this weekend. After he does, and he does this thing over in USMNT, nothing else matters. You're in, and that's it. Yeah. You know? Shout out Sister Jean. <laughs> I think Mexico needs a Sister Jean. They need a tia. Abuela Jean or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They need like a... a tita, tita Jean. <laughs> yeah. They need a monja. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. I think that'll do it for us here. LA Saga. Any final thoughts for you, Jonathan? Final thoughts. Not much. I need LSC to win this. You know what? I need to give a shout out because this this weekend is a very historic weekend that I should have mentioned in the beginning, which I will Mm -hmm. in a a preface that I'll be recording. Uh, If you guys ever heard that, thank you for listening at least to that beginning of it. Angel City Football Club creating history, playing their first ever game Game. this Saturday, tomorrow, against San Diego Wave, also creating history for their first ever game. So their first ever game in the National Women's Soccer League Challenge Cup as the NWSL franchise, will be at Cal State Fullerton tomorrow at 6 p.m., and we got a Clásico on their first ever day. Very fun to watch. That's going to be Kristen fun to watch. Kristen Press versus uh, Alex Morgan. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm excited for this, and I'm excited to see all those people who have worked tremendously hard to bring both franchises uh, and football to their cities of San Diego and Los Angeles. I might have to get an Angel City kit, too. Those are clean. They're selling them tomorrow, so I might have to get them. Yeah. But yeah, man. Alrighty, guys. Last mention, uh, Super Clásico and El Clásico on Sunday. Should be a fun one. Mamo River. Mamo Barça. Vizca Barça. Ala Madrid. I don't know who I go for in Latino, bro. Bro, just... You got to convince me to be a river fan. Come to the right side. You already know. (laughs) We shall see. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Hope you guys have a blessed weekend. Let's go, LAFC. Let's go, Real Madrid. Let's go. Barcelona. River Plate. Oh, Missionarios. Sure said, Los Gachinas, man. Los Missionarios. And then let's go, uh, Sister Jean. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's go, Cal State Fullerton. Oh, man. I can't believe I'm saying that, boo. But I got them in my bracket. And I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Uh, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> 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 How about that United? Glory, glory. <laughs> you guys have a good weekend, everybody. We'll see you guys Monday. We got a very special show for you guys. Should be a fun one, man. For those of you who are tuning in Monday, thank you for tuning in. We we love you guys. Thank you. You guys have a good one. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>